Welcome back to episode four of the For the Berg podcast. I'm your host, Ron Gaeta. Today on the show, I talked to Joey Bradford from The Used. The Used actually has a new album coming out this Friday, April 24th, so make sure you go out and check that out, guys, and enjoy the episode. Nope. Mr. Pop. Guys, thanks for joining me here on today's episode. I have the guitarist from The Used, Joey Bradford. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Just hanging out at home like all awesome. of us, right? Yeah, right. Uh, wh- where are you at right now? Are you in uh, California? Is that? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a town called Vista, just north San Diego. You guys are on lockdown right now, too, like the rest of us? Yeah, yeah. I got a, I got a two-year-old at home, too, so we're just playing it safe, hanging at home. And... Yeah. Well, I'll just get right into it here. You want? Can we get into some of your early musical influences uh, when you know you wanted to do do this for a living here? Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I started playing guitar in sixth grade. Um, a buddy of mine, Kellen Aysbrook, who's still, still a touring dude, um, he taught me how to play a couple chords on guitar and picked up an acoustic guitar and kind of just started watching the people around me. My, my brother got into playing bass around that time too in high school. Um, and I kind of started there. I, I didn't have like an obsession for music as much. I liked a lot of punk bands growing up and um, especially from San Diego, you know, Blink, I was a big Blink kid and got into pop punk bands and stuff early. But um, I really wanted to play before I got like addicted to the rest of it. Right. So started playing guitar with my buds in middle school and then um in high school was like my first band which my buddy kellen was a part of he had taught me guitar and then um cove reber who who used to sing for sales and now sings for dead american uh he was in my band and then uh, my buddy victor played drums so it's kind of a trip my my first band there's three out of the four of us are still full-time touring dudes it was called mormon in the middle Mormon and, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, we were a pop punk nice. band. Um, we started writing original stuff kind of right away. We 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 would cover songs here and there, but all of us kind of just had that bug to write songs about our friends and the crap we were going through in high school. And um, which yeah, which is kind of ironically when I got into to bands that would write about you know their feelings and their stuff, and that's, that's awesome. when I got into listening to the Used and got into listening to. A lot of bands I'm still involved with today, you know. Right. So did you go? Did you go right from from Mormon in the Middle to Hell or High Water? Was there was there anything else in, in between there? Um, after after Mormon in the Middle, it's so funny. I haven't talked about that in so many years. It's funny to say it out loud. Silliest name, but um, <laughs> no. After that, <clears throat> when I was 17, my senior year of high school, I joined a band called Thieves and Liars. I did that for. Uh, we did two albums. I started. You as the sang bass player. for them, right? Yeah, I sang for that. Yeah, I started as the bass player. We had a different singer, my buddy John Wong, and then he he went off to make movies and become super successful. And the rest of us suckers stuck around and kept playing music. <laughs> but no, I sang for that, um, and that was kind of my first taste of of being a singer, uh, which then I learned I I really like to do there as well. And um, yeah, I did Thieves and Liars for quite a while into my into my early twenties, and then. Shortly after that band finished, I joined Hell or High Water and then went on the train of filling in for tons of bands. And uh, I was crew for everyone kind of throughout all of that. And yeah, man, I've, I'm kind awesome. of a hustler. I've always stayed on the road however I can. 
couple bands I see uh, in my notes here that you filled in for Thrice and Atreyu. Is that is that true? Yeah, I filled in for Thrice for for a handful of shows. I think I got to do four shows. I guess I did five. I got to play their their farewell show before they came back, which was nice. really cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that was the first time I had played guitar on stage in like six or seven years. Like I had been wow. a bass player kind of the beginning of my career. But yeah, Dustin came up to me. I was selling merch. And he was like, hey, man, you play guitar, right? I'm like, sure, dude. What's up? Sure. What do you need? You, <laughs> do know? you need me too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was like, oh, we need someone to fill in for a few days. Um, you know, can you do it? Can you play Tepe's parts? And we'll we'll teach you the stuff tonight. And we have a show in a couple of days. I'm like, yeah, of course. And then he walked away and I was like, oh, crap. Like, I haven't <laughs> done this in a long time. But um, but yeah, man, just just they taught me the stuff pretty quick. And, you know, I would listened to the songs enough growing up and being on tour with them to where I picked it up pretty good and yeah who knows i might have sucked people didn't have as much like youtube posting back then so i haven't even seen i'm sure it was fine um (laughs) and then uh then then you went to join the use when did you join the use about two years ago just over two years ago yeah almost exactly yeah my daughter was actually uh she was three days old when i when i went up and jammed with the band for the first time but um yeah it was a quick trip up to quick trip to la and back and uh we jammed for like a half an hour and they're like cool yeah we'll give you a call if it's gonna work out and you know super good vibes uh we had toured hell or high water had toured with the used before so i knew the guys and nice um yeah good people and it was kind of like really cool right off the bat we hit it off and yeah here i am two years later man they're, yeah, they're like awesome. my brothers now and super super incredible opportunity and get to play with a band that i've been a fan of since the beginning so it's pretty cool yeah, really cool. Um, you guys have a new album coming out here this month, April. Want to say twenty fourth off the top of my head? Twenty fourth. You 26th. should say twenty fourth. <laughs> there it, we go. Yeah. Uh, Heartwork is the name of the album. This is going to be your first album that you were um, first on, album. Um, Very excited. Um, so, what, what was the writing process like with that album? Anything different than you know before with uh, Hell or High Water? I mean, anything oh, definitely. There? I mean, for me, it was it was. Uh, it was a wild experience. I mean, I've I've made plenty of records and um, you know been in lots of studios. I've worked with with pretty big producers. I've kind of done checked off a lot of the boxes, but there's something special about getting to write a record with the used and John Feldman. And you know, if you look at their history and um, the music they've been able to create as that team, like I've always been super attached, uh, you know, emotionally and and on a lot of ways to those records. So to to be able to to kind of be in the driver's seat with the guys is was a really cool experience um but definitely different than than how to, how i had made records before you know we're, we're we're getting in a room and we're writing a song from scratch every single day and you know we don't finish till it's done and till it's really creative and and you know we didn't have any boundaries when we were making the record it was just kind of like let's go write a song however it comes out is how it's supposed to come out you know if it's a good song it's good if it's not then we'll move on that's so, awesome. Uh, yeah, and and I mean John Feldman, what an incredible master human that guy is. You know what I mean? He's he's a crazy person. He's hopped up on caffeine and he's bouncing <laughs> all over the place. But he's just 100% of the time he's creative and he's pulling stuff out of you. Um, so what? Yeah, it was it was nuts, man. It was super cool. Um, his family's incredible. We all got along really well. It was it was a really cool bonding experience for all of us too. And and I think the record came out super genuine and uh i feel i feel people are going to be able to connect to it a lot 
really cool. What would you have a favorite song on the album? I mean, I'm sure the whole thing, but I mean, anything. I know you don't probably don't want to give too much oh, away right now. Man, but. it's it's tough. I've been asked that question a couple times. Uh, the the spectrum of of you know genres, I'll say, is so vast on this record. I mean, we have you know some of the poppiest songs that the use have ever put out and we also have some of the heaviest songs that the use has ever put out and for me both sides of the spectrum are are you know touching on these feelings that i just love for music so i think we kind of made this record um to be something that we want to listen to for the next 20 years you know because i think we all listen to kind of the similar stuff that that the fans do and and at least i do and Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, to pick a favorite, that's right. tough. I mean, there's some, <laughs> honestly, every song has such incredible moments and memories and, and things that I'm going to be able to look back on for the rest of my life when we were writing them and recording them and working with these incredible people. Um, but yeah, dude, I'll, I, you might have to ask me next time. What no, my favorite song is. Right now it's the whole, the whole, the whole back. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for people to hear it. So I'm sitting on Facebook. You're posting. Um, is is this older stuff here from the Good Men, or is this new stuff? Yeah, or? that's super old. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is like quarantine vibe, right? Just I just had, stuff I've, you haven't put out yet, or exactly. I mean, I have, as I'm sure everyone who's a songwriter does, I have like hard drives of stuff that I've just never done anything with. And you know, as as I kind of started to witness everyone putting music out and demos and going live and do, doing all this fun stuff yeah. to try to connect with people while we're stuck at home. I was like, all right, I'm going to see what I have. And I was like, oh yeah, like I have all these songs for this project that I never, you know, never really came to fruition or I never really had a platform for people to hear it. So right. uh, yeah, just started kind of putting out those songs. They're all random. There's two right now that are out. Um, another six songs that'll be out next week. And there's songs that I, you know, some of them I wrote in like 2005, I think is when I started doing that stuff just with an acoustic guitar. And then some of the recordings are from 2010, 2013, uh, 2017. It's just like, it's nothing new, but you know, it's songs that I had never showed anyone. So it's exciting to to put them out there. Grace Unravel Me, that's an awesome song too. Thank Um, you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, So I I had somebody on Facebook ask me to ask about... um, when the used and my chemical romance made uh, a cover of under pressure. I know um, you weren't in the band at the time. So I told right. them I would, I would ask um, just what's your guys relationship with, with uh, the guys in my chemical romance. Um, I know uh, Burton Gerard have been, been chatting a bit through this whole yeah. process. We were kind of messing with um, messing with the guys uh, talking, <laughs> talking on stage this last tour pretty much every night. Burt would say, you know, like, that, that's might, why I'm asking. Might be, <laughs> might be going on a cool tour this fall. We don't know. We're not sure, you know. But um, yeah, it was all kind of in good fun, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that the used and my chem will play shows together. Mm-hmm. Uh, as everyone's future is kind of up in the air right now, who knows when that'll be? But but yeah, as far as us like being on that particular that tour, one, like that's that's. Yeah. that's not a thing no (laughs) would have been i mean it could be we're not sure yet but if it is a thing we sure haven't heard about it yet (laughs) um but no that's good man i i love those guys and um jared alexander who plays drums for them is a is a good buddy and uh you know i've been sending him little pieces of press when it's like oh looks like we're going on tour with you guys i guess you have to take us so yeah good people Everybody would love to see the used and Mike and McCormick on tour together. Of course, it'll happen. Yep. yep. 
Um, do you have so the, the show is called For the Berg? So Heck I wanted yeah. to see if you if you had any uh, Pittsburgh show memories or stories, anything cool like that, or any uh, places you guys would like to go out, you know, to eat or, or hang out in Pittsburgh while while on tour here. Yeah, I was just I was just like thinking back about the last couple times I've been to the Berg. Uh, we just did Rex Theater. That's Pittsburgh, yep. right? That yeah, 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 yeah. We just did yep. Rex, and that was awesome. Sweaty, sold out, packed show. People were awesome. crazy. Um, but the time before that, I was at um, it's like a upstairs. It's a bar. It was with Hell or High Water. It's a bar, and you you have to load your gear up this little staircase. Okay. And we played at this bar. We had to load up all of our stuff up these stairs, like right downtown. And and we're standing outside. They wouldn't let us park our van in front of the venue because of some road work or something, some Pittsburgh stuff. Yeah. So there's like a local news crew that's walking by. And they're like, hey, you guys, uh, can we interview you guys for the evening news about the parking situation? We're like, sure, <laughs> man. Yeah. So, yeah. So Brandon did an interview with them and and we ended up, uh, we coined the term no Parksburg no instead Parksburg. of Pittsburgh, no Parksburg. <laughs> and it straight up ran on like the evening news. It was awkward. We're eating <laughs> dinner funny. at the bar. We're like, oh, there's that's us. us. <laughs> that's Maybe people cool. will come to the show in 10 minutes. But yeah, that's Pittsburgh's awesome. great, man. I played, um, what is it? Uh AE something. What Stage is it? AE, yep. Stage AE, that's a yep. great one. Indoor, outdoor, the whole thing. Yeah. I like playing there because just the the you know hangout vibe around that venue is great. Like you can yeah. walk to the water and do your thing. Yeah, that's good vibes. Do you? This is a Pittsburgh term here. Do you know what a jag off is by any chance? I mean, I'm freaking jag off, right? Right, right. Like, like, a, like, like what's like the a, other one out there? John. People say that a lot, right? You guys know freaking John. J W N. I haven't heard John. I don't know. Maybe but that's a Philly thing. May, yeah. No, ma- sense, it, it, no yeah. <laughs> um, jag off just means like a dickhead. But um, I'm so jag off, I've I've done this with uh, Eddie Reyes and Anthony Green, and I asked them uh, to name like uh, the segment's called a date the daily jag off to see since you guys you know <laughs> famous people now I mean meeting a lot of people through you know from being famous and is there anybody that you were just really excited to meet really really excited and just ended up they were they were a jag off oh that they ended up being a jag yeah. off yep. oh man i don't know <laughs> like it's, it's i i, I kind of like hold this principle that you know people that gain a level of uh success at the you know and have been around long enough to like kind of get to that famey level like you gotta be you gotta be a dude right you gotta be somewhat of like a cool person right and for me personally the anyone that's kind of not on that train i kind of just am not around anyway stay like, away from yep. my whole thing is just like what's up people <laughs> we're here to chill let's be stoked um so yeah i've been really lucky I, I mean i've surrounded myself with a lot of really incredibly sweet and creative individuals you know so i mean i'm not sure if i no, if you're I, <laughs> I, if I know any jagoffs right here, but uh, a lot of rad dudes and and people that I would have expected to be friggin' jagoffs. We can go that way. Yeah. Rad. Anybody yeah, that like, that you expected maybe to not be so cool, yeah, and then they ended up being awesome. I mean, yeah, I mean a lot of, a lot of guys like we just we did a song with. Um, uh, <laughs> this is such a weird question I, I know, to my, answer. My fault. You're gonna... <laughs> I've met a couple people that that I didn't expect to be as awesome as they were. And, That's a better way and to put ended it. up. Yeah, and ended up getting to to be creative with them, and and you know, you look past whatever the media puts on someone, and you're like, oh, dude, you're actually really creative. You're just also like a character, and it's easy to to write these stories about. But um, yeah, we've we've worked with some 
some people you would expect to be kind of douchey and turn out to just be like the the raddest people. That's what I mean. It's like to get to that level and have right. that much success. It's like no matter what the the mask is underneath and and with the certain people, you're like, yeah, I understand this. I'm going to work hard and I'm not going to burn anyone. And yeah, it's been cool. I mean, honestly, a lot of good people in, in the music industry. And I think that, uh, you know, there's there's kind of no bullshit in this world anymore. If you're not going to be like, you know, game for for moving forward, I think you you get kicked off the train. So. Yeah, for sure. I've been noticing a lot of you guys are, are good dudes for even responding to me to do this. Um, for sure, dude. Yeah, man. Everyone's got to start somewhere, right? Right. I appreciate it. Um, we'll do. I just want to do a little thing here since we are uh, on lockdown here in quarantine. Yep. Play a little game, game called uh, Quarantine Island. Do your top three uh, like albums of all time, movies, and TV shows. What you would need during this quarantine here. Ooh, ooh. Start, okay. start with uh, top three albums. Okay. Um, I immediately coming to my mind is jimmy eat world futures it's one of my favorite this front to back like turn it on don't skip a song love that record um all time that's heavy um delta spirit do you know delta spirit i do not but i will listen after this delta spirit history from below same thing that record front to back like the songs are incredible the sonically it's like insane to listen to with headphones it's one of those um uh you know i and I, I know some of the guys that are that are involved in it so it's super personal but what an insane band delta spirit check them out got it and then i would say man maybe radiohead hail to the thief i cool. could i could get down on that for the rest of my life for sure awesome yeah how about top three movies yeah. Ooh. Um, well, in my house right now, the top three movies are Frozen 2, Frozen yep. 2, and Frozen <laughs> 2. <laughs> yeah, I, man, I don't even, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie for myself, but. I have a four-year-old uh, daughter and a two-year-old daughter. I'm, I'm with you. It's Frozen Yeah, two. you know what's up. Yep. Mickey Mouse <laughs> Clubhouse, two. and now Onward just came on, so that's, that's a new one now. <laughs> Literally just put that one on today. We're really hoping good, She likes it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I like, uh. Um, hmm. let's say anything with Bruce Willis is tight. Uh, Fifth Element's probably like like my wife and I's go to. Like we're super about Fifth Element. Um, man, I like the I like all the Avengers movies. I like all that stuff. Let's just say Fifth Element. How about you that? And then <laughs> and number two and three are anything else with Bruce Willis. Let's party. Perfect. Um, <laughs> last one. Um. TV shows. Oh, everything. Everything. I mean, we just did uh, Seinfeld front to back again, started at episode one, which is always crucial to do. Um, was just watching that show Kidding with Jim Carrey. Have you seen that? No. It's is it not, on Netflix? Uh, I believe. Is it on Netflix? No, I think it's on um, Prime. Prime. It's on cool. Prime Video. Check it's that. not lighthearted. It is like a kind of a heavy, dark show. But I was just watching that. Um his dark materials. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Lighthearted stuff. I, we're like, uh, you know, my house is like a freaking mom and dadville now. Like, yeah. <laughs> whenever we want to get something in, it's like some a cute kids movie, but which I have no problem with. I'm about no. it. <laughs> cool, man. Um, uh, Heartwork coming out on April 24th by the used. That's right. Cool. Thanks, man. Heck yeah, dude. I appreciate it, man. We'll talk very soon. Nope. <laughs> Mr. Pop. 
All right, I appreciate you guys hanging out and listening to that episode. My next show is going to feature Cove Reber, ex-Seosin lead singer, current Dead American singer. Check that one out, guys. Thank you. (laughs) 